bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. We still got COVID, bitch. I feel like we have had COVID more than anyone has ever had COVID. <laughs> and no one's had COVID as bad as us in like the history of COVID. And no one's had it as long. Like we like it literally invented COVID like 14 years after COVID came out. People who were in the hospital maybe had it for like I mean, they don't even have it as bad like, as us. No, no. I honestly feel like it's 2022 five years after we started the podcast and now we have COVID. i don't know i don't know what to say like it's all come down to this moment crazy um i'm out here selling our patreon podcast every second also our new 2xl and 3xl t-shirts and we never did any of that this week. We never did one Patreon. <laughs> we never. Well, we were. Fully we never sick. sent out a shirt. We were fully <laughs> sick. Like, I mean, the level we're that still, we just fucking. Like, we, lit- we have been in bed for seven fucking days. Literally, today's the first day since we've been back from our trip that we have been able to do anything more than an hour outside of the bed. I do want to send. I know we've shouted him out a lot, but Todd from Canada. I don't think we would have survived COVID if it wasn't for American Idol season 12, Mommy Nikki, Mommy Mariah, Mommy Johnny Johnny. McGovern, (laughs) and then Daddy Todd. Like, you have redeemed the phrase, Mamma decided, not now Todd, no longer applies because Todd from Canada is our hero. Yes. We watched how many hours of American Idol? 37 episodes of American (laughs) Idol, two hours each. Like, we aren't even doing Big Brother homies. We fucking, we're not doing that problematic shit. We're done with CBS. We're done with, we done with it. But we are doing, we did American Idol. We don't understand if we got like a weird Canada edit, but we found no problems. We felt like they yeah. got along fine. And I mean, and they were amazing and great, gracious and whatever bullshit they had between each other. And they had some cunty cunt time or whatever. But like, it was they no different been... than Paula and like Simon no, and Simon and Randy. Exactly. And Simon would drag yep. Ryan Seacrest yes. through the fucking yes. depths of cunty hell. Yep. To no level compared to what Mariah and Nicki Minaj did. They acted like, and this is the this is the powers that be yeah. in corporate America at Fox. They acted like these women were late. They acted like right. they were divas. They turned the word diva into an insult. It was it was microaggressions on every level and sexism. And we are Beyond. here to let everyone know the class, oh. the class of both Mariah yep. fucking Carrie yep. and Onika fucking <laughs> da, 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 Mirage. Cause I swear her name's last name is Mirage. 
their class is unparalleled. Their advice was unparalleled. Mm-hmm. They they were generous. They were beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and this is coming from two people that were living in Jennifer Lopez's pussy like it went nobody's <laughs> business. Okay, those uh-huh. baby hairs had us at hello with Jennifer Lopez. But this season, mm-hmm. no one can fuck with it. Like, because you are seeing people die over Mariah Carey and then Mariah Carey being just so lovely to these people. Yeah. It was wonderful. And we owe it all to Todd. We don't even know Todd's last name. Todd's probably in hiding because he probably broke 20,000 Canadian laws <laughs> sending us that. And it meant the world. Yeah. I have never felt like I arrived more than Todd sending us that American Incredible. Idol. Incredible. And we watched it every day. Yep. COVID positive, yep. sick as dogs, shirking all of our work. And not <laughs> exactly, but that's because we literally generally couldn't fucking, oh, oh, there's just no way we could have done it. However, without Mariah, Mommy Mariah, Mommy uh, Nikki, and Mommy Johnny, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I genuinely felt like I like couldn't live without them. I think we would have died. I couldn't live without them. Like, fucking Nikki Minaj's smile. <laughs> She kept you know messing I mean? with her hair. And she kept her messing hands. with her hair. Her hands. Her voice. <laughs> yeah. Like her, there was something about just, and then yeah. Mariah and her voice and her butterfly and her hand <laughs> yeah. and her gowns and her, and then even Keith Urban grew on me. Yeah. Keith Urban and his lesbian and his fucking bangs. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and and granted it took, it took a while, but even old randy dog who yeah. was the most problematic and he is i was always m- here for randy because ne- i will never forget when you did the do something award i know when he said hey dog and gave me a hug <laughs> and it was like bitch thought he knew me and but you always think he's annoying but he of course grew on you he and did grow on me he did grow on me but he is we were out very here cunty. And, and i say this with love to phyllis and to pam mm. who are had no choice you know that's the thing about covid people they die alone they die alone many have yeah and we were out here motherless childs (laughs) motherless children Uh all we had was each other and goddamn Nicki minaj became our mom and mariah (laughs) carey and we were just like mommy where are you Mm -hmm. like we couldn't contact anyone we couldn't leave my damn dog is dying and we were just all we had was each other and them and it's just like i am so grateful to todd yeah Amazing. Todd at this point has probably blocked us like on social media. He's probably, like, probably. bitch, I told you not to fucking tell him, <laughs> say my name. I do want to thank everyone who went on julianbrandy.com and made a donation for a shirt. We announced last week that we have um, enlarged like our sizing. So we yeah. have two XLs and three XLs sizes. And a lot of the people that went on and bought shit didn't even buy those sizes. Mm-hmm. So if, you better get your fluffy self and your fluffy loved ones <laughs> some of those 2XL, 3XLs, honey, because they're still left. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are so proud. Yeah. We are so proud of that. We're so excited. Um, now, we, did, we didn't do the Patreons that mm-hmm. we sell hard and deep every week until mm-hmm. yesterday. We finally did our next Patreon Idol, mm-hmm. but... We also mainly me. I did not send out any T-shirts. I'm waiting until I test negative to handle anyone's packages. <laughs> God forbid I mail out ev- the cat hair covered in COVID <laughs> T-shirts. Okay. Like I'm just mm. waiting. I feel like it's bad karma. I don't even want to touch the shirts. Yeah. I don't want to go in the garage. The yeah. only reason I want to go in the garage is so I can give Julie's neighbors the COVID. And I want to with all my heart. I've been blowing dandelion COVID over mm-hmm. to the neighbors. Like mm-hmm. everyone must have this if I have it, but I don't want to send out the packages. So once we're clear, mm. we're going to mail the shirts out. Mm-hmm. 
and then everyone who gets the shirts in this first wave will know that they are the very beginning of the post-COVID love. And we love everyone who made donations for shirts and everyone who signed up for our Patreon podcast. We posted Patreon Idol episode two yesterday, okay? And it was like Paxlovid for our COVID souls, okay? I'm telling you guys, we are all going through something right now and the Patreon Idol brings us together and makes us feel like we're not alone. It's cheaper than therapy and it's funnier. You get your life, honey. I... (laughs) love it so much i can't even fucking describe like i honestly feel like it might be like one of the best things i've ever been like a part of <laughs> like it's it's, it's funny like that being we a kept, part we kept waiting every day because my because peewee our peewee's in the hospital he's in critical care mm-hmm. is that what's called what is it called? Yeah, like the emergency the emer- room yeah, or the critical whatever. unit whatever the fuck in intensive care intensive care that's yeah. what it's called so peewee's really sick we were really sick. It, it's almost like, you know, the thing that, that will make you feel better is the thing you most avoid doing. It's like we were watching American Idol. Yeah. I mean, mainlining it like heroin addicts. And we kept putting off doing the Patreon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we sounded awful and we felt awful. <laughs> yeah. We finally did it yesterday. And it was so uplifting and <laughs> yes. so beautiful. It yeah. sounds dumb, but it was. I'm sorry. And that's the thing. It's like people who are in theater always talk about people who are actors or whatever or at least from my my experience where i went to school the people i've been around everyone who's ever done anything you know you ask somebody why you do it and it's like i want to make people whatever (laughs) you're like okay why do you do stand up because i love making people laugh (laughs) red joy i love making people happy okay (laughs) Okay, that's why you do stand-up comedy alone. That's because you want to make people happy. And I say that as somebody who does stand-up. We're attention-seeking fucking thirst buckets. Right. We need to have everyone love us. It has to be about us. We have this 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 deep well of insecurity. We need to be heard. Something about, I have to be heard. Nobody listens to me. No one loves me. Okay, fine. Then you go on. And why do you do acting? I love collaborating with people. <laughs> I love telling other people's stories. <laughs> okay you love telling other people's stories Mm -hmm. that's why you like to dress up and have everyone look at you and be in a thing whatever whatever but i do have to say that in this instance (laughs) and this one time we really truly did get to bring people together and it was about their fucking stories and their talent and their just about them and it made me made me feel so happy and so can i say though nothing was quite as rewarding when it was about them and about us. Well, of course, because <laughs> when everything together. came together and the perfect thing where it was of like course. them and us together, I was like, now this is really hitting me. This is hitting right. Well, it just hits different when my name's actually in it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, when it's about them but and us you. and us and them and bringing people in. And we really, you know, it's like, I really enjoyed, especially after watching American Idol, it was like, we have been doing this podcast for so long. We get, we've had a million stories from people and people have sent us notes and gifts and all of this shit. And it's like, how do you even, how do you even, it's not even repaying or whatever. It's just like, how do we show our gratitude and our interest and our, you know, I don't know. I'm just, it's true. and this seemed like the perfect way to be able to get people to, to it, it just was a way, I don't know, to be Definitely like. Definitely a different way to hear from 
our 14 listeners. We have the Drug Dem Bulletin Board. We've also, like you said, gotten a lot of letters and testimonials and stuff. And it is a it is a different way to hear from people. And it, it, it does the way music and art and that's just coming from someone who hates fucking art. It really, it really does. It, it does hit different. And now we have asked permission from people if we can play their songs. And, and I, I can feel the cringe and the eye rolls <laughs> from through. And listen, just go fucking bug it. We don't need your fucking notes. We're going to play this um, girl's song because she did it under an alias, which was nothing. <laughs> we don't even have her a fake uh-huh, name. Uh-huh. We call her AKA. Uh-huh. We're at ever high level position we like to imagine as the CIA or she's in the KGB <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever the fuck. She can't be affiliated with us. And that makes us feel even more important. Yes. Um, because oh God, God knows it. just being us has lost us three jobs this <laughs> year and has killed people that are close to us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't uh, blame her for not wanting to say her name. So. We don't need her permission because she never gave her identity. So we're going to play this. Also, it does have our name in it. So yes. we like that. And um, and then from this f- moving forward, anyone like Sasha Flick made us a great song that we love and would love to play. We just want to get people specific releases yeah. as you their w- consent. were. Yeah, their, their consent. consent. Yes. So we don't need it from, from AKA. <laughs> no. So we're going to play that now for mm-hmm. you guys just to entice more and more people to over to our Patreon podcast because it means so much to us and it's um how we're surviving right now. That's right. I remember people's couch How it made me laugh out loud Julie with your jokes Brandy with nacho None of us could know You'd get fucked by Bravo, <laughs> Julie and Brandy you made us all pee in our pants Then they took you away, Julian Brandy Will you still have your 14 OG fans? We are lucky And mm-hmm. we need you today, Julian Brandy I think many fans have missed I feel like a southern twang jam in your box no? Dumb gay politics hmm. got us through some shit, and you're so fucking dope. <laughs> Just forget that dumb kids show Julian Brandy. <laughs> we want them all to die. Patreon heals our souls. <laughs> yes, we are weirdos, Julian Brandy. If you ever stop, we'll come hunt you down. <laughs> like a night terror clown car, Julian Brandy. I mean, come on. So pretty. Come on. That's a listener. That's a listener. She's so cool. Wrote an original song about how Bravo is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's what I took from it. We love her. We love that. That was the first song that started out, episode two. It's there for you guys. Go to julianbrandy.com. Actually, we should put it on our website since it's Julian Brandy and the website's julianbrandy.com. And, and I'm sorry, like, the Patreon Idol also, like, when we watch American Idol and they were like, God, and when you sing, it was just emotion. <laughs> you just can't help but feel the feelings. I mean, Maddie Harris, there's just, like, so many fucking amazing moments, and we're just so lucky. So, so lucky. I mean, Kristen, I mean, it just goes on and on. I can't, we love just, everyone who's a part of it. Amazing. And we we amazing. know that even people who didn't send a song 
<clears throat> Sasha Flick made a song about the 14 listeners and yeah. their names are even exactly. in it. Exactly. You didn't, you know, exactly. so. Exactly. We're a family. We love you guys so much. So one of my favorite things is when we get pictures for the Drug Den Bulletin Board mm-hmm. from people that we have never seen before. Because God knows we have only 14 <laughs> listeners and we just basically get the same three pictures yeah. from 14 listeners. And yeah. this is from JC and Mike Mamau. Sexy gay angels, mm, JC and Mike. You know, we're always a sucker Ooh. for an initial name. Yes. They're just embracing in a beautiful mountainscape. Yeah, where is that? Damn. We adore you both. Thank you for the continued laughs. You two got me through quarantine and COVID. Heart, Mike and JC from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, cool. that's where they are, wow. probably. I think there's a place in North Carolina, wow. which I love North and South Carolina wow. both that they call like the grand canyon of like North Carolina, but it's like the grand canyon, but like mountains, like mm. beautiful, like not desert. So, um, we love them. Like we yeah, love them. Very, very good just looking. Fit, sexy guys who are yeah. just like, Hey, we like, we're one of your 14 listeners. And like, we're two, you're two of our 14 listeners. <laughs> now, another person. Now we know of Jenny Graham, but we had never seen what she looks like or her beautiful kids. She sent us a hilarious postcard for the Drug Den Bulletin Board. Fun fact about Jenny Graham, she submitted a song, Mamma, for Patreon Idol. Um, I think it's time after time. Ooh. And we haven't we haven't played it yet. Wow. But it's very I'm so happy we that we can see Jenny before we we have her song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear your song if I don't know what you look like. And I love Jenny. She says, hey, guys, here is an overdue postcard for the Drug Dead Bulletin Board. This is me and my very annoying twins, Gracie and Nathan. They're nine. They are both DGP babies and routinely tell me they don't need my notes. Gracie's really special, and I'll send you a postcard of just her. Nathan is cool, but I'm not here to promote white guys in 2022. Mm, I love you both (laughs) so much. Good old Nate. Good old Nate. (laughs) I love you both so much, and fuck anywhere that doesn't hire you. You have a job, and we all need your violence and humor right now more than ever. I quit my shitty teaching job last year, and one of the last straws was realizing I couldn't wear a shirt that said drugs to work. <laughs> mm. Go on the website, I 2XL mean, and 3XL. We got them a veil, and Jenny Graham's already bought hers. We are not compromising. We are wearing drug shirts and having <laughs> podcasts that tell the truth. I truly appreciate you both in the community you've built. Can't wait to meet the OG14 at Live Patreon Idol next year. Thank you. Till then, much love for me and my insufferable kids. XOXO Jenny Graham. Hilarious. Jenny will be performing at Patreon Idol. I want Jenny. Now, the the 14 listeners can't see the picture of of Gracie and Nathan. I want to call him Nate. I'm sure you don't, but I, I do love the name Nate. Yeah. But Jenny knows the picture she sent of Gracie and Mam Mal can see it. And I just and, you know, this is how I want my arm to look before I go to do the live <laughs> show in Arkansas. We're doing a live show in Arkansas um, on August 6th. I think it is. Yeah. So um, you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. <laughs> you can go to our website, join our Patreon. There's a button on the bottom of every page. If you want to join the Patreon, you want to get the shirt or you want to get the tickets to Arkansas. If you do, you will know my <laughs> arm will be the size of Gracie's <laughs> arm in this photo. That's my girl. That's my girl. Uh, Let her know, honey. Good. Let her know. Uh-huh. I'm getting down to the birth weight. <laughs> Okay, now we get to hang out with one of our favorite comedians and talk some shit.
the fuck I want. This how I got famous, talking shit. And I'ma keep talking shit. I'ma keep talking shit till the day I die, bitch. Matter of fact, I'ma record something. So when I'm dead and I'm in a casket, I'ma be on a fucking radio talking shit like, yeah, at my funeral, let me tell you about these motherfuckers. Okay, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with comedians and talk shit about politics. Why? Because talking shit is fun and comedians are funny and Do You 22 went from very promising to complete fucking bananas. Beyond, which is why we are so excited for our guest today. Not only is she a hilarious producer, writer, and stand-up comedian, she's also a sexy bitch who is smart <laughs> as fuck and knows a puss ton about politics. That's right. So without further fucking ado, it's time for us to talk some shit with our friend, Sharon Houston. Hey, oh my Sharon. god! <laughs> oh my god! Everything's terrible. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Everything is terrible. It was terrible. I thought it started so. Promising. Our year was like on point. We thought we were killing it. Mm-hmm. We have really uh, gone into suicidal mode at this <laughs> point. Oh, we're literally that the the head of the plane is aiming towards the ground, <laughs> and we're gunning it like on the gas. Pull, don't even pull back, pilot. Just let's just get it over with. It's so on the nose, it seems, it's unrealistic. If it was in a movie, we'd go, okay, yeah. okay, right. No, this, totally, we'd be took, like, this would yeah. never happen. <laughs> right. I told Julie, we were on the 134, and I was uh-huh. like, remember three years ago <laughs> when we got that fight here in, the, in your old truck? And she's like, uh-huh. And I was like, if someone had told us that day that there was going to be a worldwide fucking pandemic, yeah. and like, what, what the fuck? I mean, and that abortion would be like abortion. Like and it's Miranda crazy. Rights we just and... wouldn't have. I mean, it just there would have been no believing. Oh yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like that's gonna happen. It's so crazy. well. Listen, if you guys are interested, I can give you some information that'll give you a nightmare for about a good three months. <laughs> oh, okay. Would you like a three month long nightmare? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, guys, let's tack it on to the rest of the nightmare. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so wait, let me just pull it up just to make sure I have the right names because I don't want to miss. Okay, so there's this guy named Richard Mack, and he is the head of a union for sheriffs around the country. And he's calling for the sheriffs to bring in the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters and all the militias to form a well-regulated militia to overthrow American democracy. And guess who he's been talking to about it? Trump. Mike Lindell. <laughs> oh, he's funding it. <laughs> like, what, we have guy. these wow. fucking idiots that somehow got. Wow. Listen, I wish I had thought of a pillow. I, you know, I, 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 but I wouldn't use it to destroy the world. I'd say, hey, everybody's sleeping better. Like, I wouldn't, that, that would be it for me. I'd feel like I contributed to society, but wow. these people, these. Yeah, so everybody be very scared. Um, also, I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, it, 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 everybody's buying ammunition. They have been for a while. Um, ammo for an AK, I think, used to be 25 cents a bullet, and now it's over a buck. Oh, because wow. you can't find it. Yeah. At least it's, 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 it's cost prohibitive for some people. I mean, well, that's beyond. Yeah. Well, okay, before we get into, like, really getting in, because I can't wait for, I mean, the, the abortion rant our 14 <laughs> listeners need from you, Sharon. We need it. Oh, my God. Oh, Bef- my God. Before we do that, let's, we have to talk shit about motherfucking Corona, <laughs> okay? Because we have it currently. You, thank God, 
mm-hmm. texted us last week and and said that you had heard the podcast and that you had had it. I mean, we were feeling like like lone wolves out here, like mm-hmm. way late in the game. No one gave a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. It was like we're not really sick. It was <laughs> like, something like count. if now you get corona or whatever, it's not really... <laughs> I mean, literally, even my own mother was like, well, did you go get the booster? I was like, I'm currently having it. <laughs> I'm not, I can't go out and get a booster. How many fucking boosters am I supposed to fucking get while I currently have this? Am I getting a booster? No, I'm fucking shitting 5,000 times a day and I can't get out of bed. <laughs> so, so, Sharon, I need to know, because we have the European variant. Yours sound, are, were you like getting some Euro dick or what? What's the deal here? What variant? Oh, no, no, no. I got I got the gay bar variant. Oh, <laughs> that's probably what we got okay. too. Actually, okay. Now that you say yeah, that, that. <laughs> yeah. But my but my variant it was probably like um, I don't know if it's because I'm a fruit fly that it didn't hit me as hard. Like I have mm. to be like really gay to get it good. Like mm. I don't know. It's it's it might be the monkey pox version of COVID. But I mean, honestly, I was only sick for two days, but I was really sick. Like I thought I was going to suffocate to death. Like it felt like I had some, it felt like someone was choking me and that I had a belt tied around my, my rib cage and it just kept pulling tighter. And I, I, that's what scared me the most. And my, and I had a high fever and the body aches. Holy shit. That's where we went crazy. Mm -hmm. The body aches were out of this world that's the only reason that we even tested yeah was because it was so it was so different than anything yeah and so it was like let's just see because we've tested so many times we've always been negative we did not feel so i guess you had american gay bar we had euro gay bar (laughs) um and we were on a gay boat so that's a floating gay covid bar but we did not have thank god julie wouldn't have been able to survive even the mere thought of a belt around her ribcage. She was so I'm scared. so scared of not being able to breathe. And from the beginning, oh. from the beginning with every thing with the COVID and the tube down the throat and people drowning in their lungs and everything. And I'm like, I have smoked. I have done it all of which I'm the person who's going to not be able to breathe. And I'm going to suffocate. And that's my biggest worst nightmare next to drowning or somebody putting my head down a toilet. And um, I uh, didn't have that. But when well, Sharon did. So we're really lucky. But what I did have was feel the feeling that I thought I was boiling alive. I thought I was being cooked. Like, oh, it- see, I didn't get that. I didn't have like I had a high fever and I was definitely sweating. And I was like, oh, God, is this what menopause is? <laughs> um, I was just like, here we go. I'm like, no, it was COVID worse, way worse, worse than menopause. Yep. But I did. I did have one night where I was just like really hot. But that was that was that didn't stick around for long. It was the body aches <sighs> and the feeling like I couldn't breathe. And it scared the shit out of me. I like I the poor telehealth doctors probably thought I was a maniac. I'm like, I can't breathe. Where do I go? I can't breathe. <laughs> Were you going to go get on, get on the oxygen? I was going to go to the ER. If, if my if my breathing hadn't like gotten better within four hours, she was like, if you don't feel better in the next four hours, go to the ER. I'm like, okay. And so it literally, it was minute by minute where I was like, oh my God. yeah. That, that is, is so bad. fucking scary. Yeah. That is so scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never had, we felt oh awful and we still have it, but we never felt. The only time that I felt that I was in an emergency state was when I was on the plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we tested negative before we left yep. Barcelona, but we, because we had to, but it wasn't, if I could have gotten to the hospital at any time, it would have been right on the plane. Was That's never, what was, was so weird anymore. about it is that we were negative, 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 negative. We were, while feeling sickly, yeah. negative, negative. And then when we got home, we tested positive. But it was two days after we got, I mean, yes. you know. 
And so it was very, yeah. very, very bizarre, the whole thing. But it this, was... Yeah. Mm. A lot of people report that, though. They, that they do? Felt like, oh, yeah, that they felt like crap for two days. And they're like, how come I'm not testing positive? And then they get a positive test. Huh. So they test negative for a few days while feeling symptoms. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that we've got um, a $200 or probably <laughs> higher COVID test bouquet that I just created. Um, I put all the tests together, wrapped a yeah. rubber band, and stuck them yeah. into a thing that you put, like, fragrance in. Yeah, it looks and, very nice. You now it's there for us. It's I've, I mean, we test two tests a day every day for the last seven yeah. days, and yep. it's all... Oh, my God, that's what I did. I, I just tested myself morning and night, morning and night. Am I still dying? Oh, I'm still dying. Yep. Okay, fuck. Yep. Yeah. Now, did exactly. you um, have to take a second mortgage out to buy these tests? Because it's not cheap. This no, I stock- no, it's not. I stockpiled them. And let me tell you, like, I guess it was last October. You know how you have that notification on your phone that will tell you and it'll go, but you've been near someone who has who had COVID. So go get tested. Do you guys have that on your phone? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I think we turned those off. I know um, anyone we've been near is now getting those. But yeah, we know those <laughs> alerts. <laughs> yeah, so I got that alert and it freaked me out so much that I went and bought a bunch of COVID tests at mm. CVS. And then, you know, I got tested by the city, but I didn't want to wait. So I went to mm. CVS and bought a bunch of tests. And so I had like literally a cabinet filled with CVS tests and Biden tests. So I was fine. I think I have like three tests left. We only got one test for Biden. I know. I only got one. Yeah. Was there a That's time crazy. when we could have gotten a bunch? Well, I ordered yeah, they whatever just... they said you could do. And then it was just, I don't know. I only got sent one. That's so weird because mm-hmm. I had no problems. The first time they sent them, they sent two boxes. And then they said, hey, you can get some more. You can get four more boxes. Oh. And I, so I, I sent away for it. And they came within a week. I, I Like, I hear people saying they had a problem getting their Biden test. I never had a problem. Huh. No. Here's my problem, though. They raised yeah. the prices of them, yeah. of the tests at CVS. And we do. The CVS, that's just, it's, it's really the place to get the test. So they mm-hmm. never have yeah. them. We are doing Walgreens. You can drive through. There's two in a box. Mm-hmm. How much are those, Memel? Those are 30. Okay, because they have two in them. Yeah. So we basically just get, we try to just do, we do a box a day. We're doing a box a day habit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. At some point, we're just going to stop doing it because. Yeah, well, what can you do? What's I mean, the point? Right, right. Well, listen, you got to stop buying them at Walgreens now because they're denying women their uh, birth control pills. Ugh, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, you got to stop. Boycott Walgreens, man. So, now I heard, I heard this. I don't know if you heard this, Memo, that, that they are trying to rush through. Mm-hmm. In this, in the whole abortion thing, and we're now let's start. Now it's time for us to talk shit about abortion. Mm-hmm. That they're going to make birth control, uh, make it available over the counter, like they do in every other country, where you just roll in like you're getting ibuprofen or something. So that's uh, kind of exciting. I heard that, that that's what the federal government's trying to do. Right? I think that's great. yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The FDA just has to approve it because they. I didn't know that in Europe you could just roll up to Rite Aid. Or maybe they call it Bueno Aid, you know, in Spain. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. You could just go get your fucking birth control. Like, you wouldn't have to sneak away. Thank God for Planned Parenthood, because I didn't pay for birth control pills for quite a, lot, quite a while. But, I mean, like, why is everything so fucking hard for women? Oh, of course. It, it, uh, I mean, I could never... <clears throat> I have always felt... As you have, I'm sure, Cher. I mean, you know that you just, you the feeling has always been there and this feeling of just like, don't fucking tread on me, man, is always <laughs> there. But then, but we always had 
somewhat of an upper hand or just something, even though it's just like fucking sexual harassment. It's just well, like every single fucking thing. At least we had Planned Parenthood. And, and there's Sharon right. and I were exactly. sneaking into Planned That's Parenthood right. at 14. That's like, right. You're not going to tell me I'm not getting motherfucking birth control. How much money you make? None. Right. And you're I a kid. I have sex now. Right. And you're a kid. And you, and yeah. of course, and whatever. And you didn't want to fucking get pregnant. That's right. Or an ST stupid fucking D. <laughs> Or you weren't someone like me went to Planned Parenthood who couldn't who didn't have health insurance and was wanting to get my fucking vagina check just in case or whatever. Literally thir- in her thirties, but okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well, no, listen. Well, I never Planned did need Plan- contraception. But Planned Parenthood, I went there even when I had insurance because they can literally look at your vagina and go, "Oh, here we go. You've got chlamydia." Like yeah. They, they, yeah. they've seen it all. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's the best care I've ever gotten. Better than you know, regular gynecologist most of the time. Yeah. More sound advice. So I like to go to Planned Parenthood. You know, it's it's it just all of it's just fucked up. And in this narrative about you know women, it's a deeply personal decision to get an abortion. And I cried, and I, it's just I'm like, no, it's not. It's pretty fucking easy for most of us guys. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy when your fucking back is against the wall and you're scared shitless. If you can't even afford birth control, you know what I mean? You're in Planned Parenthood for most of us. And especially I just think about, I mean, there's so many women who are who are adults and, and just financially, I just think about, I just know bone deep the fear as a kid in high school, you know, and thinking, fuck, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, what if I'm fucked? You know, thinking you're pregnant all of the times, you're scared, and even just trying, and you you don't have any money, and you don't have any options, and I just, I can't believe what people are facing now. Um, I can't believe it. I really... I just can't believe that they managed to, like, make it such a big deal, because it's really not a hard decision. I mean, I, I got pregnant while using birth control. It's, you know, accidents happen. It's not 100% safe. But you know what? Literally, the second I had a positive birth, con- you know, uh, yeah. pregnancy test, I was like, hey, I made a phone call. I got it handled. It was uh, in and out, five seconds. Like, that, it, was, it was fast. It was not painful. I, all I got was two a leave. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've taken two different people. I don't remember some kind of fucking, it certainly was no, like, getting fake tits. You know what I mean? No, like, getting fake tits is way more. <laughs> that That is a much bigger decision, and that is much more life-changing. Yeah, and honestly, and you can do that when you're not even 18. They don't give a yeah. fuck. They'll let kids they don't mutilate care. their bodies to death. They don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, get like, a nose job at 13. Yeah. Don't get an abortion. Go fuck yourself. And it's, it is, like, it's funny that a lot of the, two of the biggest, well, I don't want to say, well, I mean, I would say one of my really close friends that had multiple abortions, and I don't care how many you have. I mean, that shit just doesn't matter to me. I don't moralize that stuff, and I don't care. But she is so pro-life now. And also the thing is, <gasps> I know, I mean, she is, and she had multiple. But the thing is, is that a lot of times, even if they don't turn into crazy QAnon Republicans, when women, ha- once they have kids, that's one thing I just keep trying to tell myself I'm actually just avoiding thinking about it because I'll I don't I I I I can't do anything and I have no control it's gonna make me crazy so I'm just like not thinking about it and drinking and doing drugs and stuff but and having COVID but (laughs) I know that with with my friend that had multiple abortions she is Republican I mean she is but other women and I know this they would just would say this for their own personal self once they have kids it is really hard for them to talk about abortion and think about it and they become so sensitive to it but they usually just keep that 
that decision as a personal decision. That's what they'll say. I'm pro-life for me. I, and it's because they've had kids. And once they have kids, they just can't think about it or talk about it. But Well, there are lots of women that have had kids and then they have an abortion because they're like, I can't have all these fucking kids. Yeah. I'm going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I just think... Again, it should be everyone's personal choice. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me I can't get an abortion. Sometimes people blow their load and they don't mean to. You know, we're human. (laughs) You know, like I, but honestly, I can tell you right now, every 100% of the men I've had sex with, 100%, I would not want to have their babies. 100%. 100%. I can't name one guy where I was like, oh, maybe we should have had a family. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so you know, but so like, let me have my fucking choice. Yeah, oh, I mean, God. if men exactly. had to, ha- oh, like, it's that whole just tired conversation of like, if men had to have a period, there'd be free tampons and they'd have a week off every time they were on the rag. Like, it, I, I'm just sick of it. I'm I'm so sick of. I mean, I love men, but I'm fucking <laughs> sick of them. I was gonna say this. It's funny that Julie she randomly mm. like booked this thing. We filmed it at home. The audition. And I mean, I really should have got a director's award, quite frankly. All the animals were in it. We <laughs> oh, filmed yeah. it. Yeah, it was, I filmed it so well, and it was so funny that they used the audition as the commercial. Yes. But it was called. <gasps> it, was well, the, it was the pink tax. Pink tax. And it was just funny that Julie got that simply because now I don't, I have never once in my entire life ever once thought that it was annoying that like tampons and like, you know, shit like that cost money. It had never occurred to me, but Julie, it had always bothered her. Like, I want to tell you the motherfucker since the day I met her has been being like, this shit should be free motherfucker. We don't choose to have this. Why is this not free? It should be in every bathroom. It should be free. Why is this not free? And I'm like, huh, I've never even really thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess that well, should they be free. Even, they've even taken all the tampon machines out of bathrooms. Remember when tampons yeah. machines were in bathrooms? Yes. But yes. They still now like money, too. And they say, You're outside at the bar like, do you have a quarter? <laughs> I just started yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they don't even have those anymore. You just have to hit everyone up. and try. That's why I have tampons in every single purse and bag and yeah. backpack yeah. that I own. Because I know there's going to be a time where there's no tampon machine or somebody I know is going to need a tampon. And I'm like, let's, you know, but I think everything is a pink tax. So I'm like, kind of like Julie times yeah. 100. Like, why <laughs> do I bullshit. have to get my fucking haircut? Why is it so expensive for me to get my fucking haircut? Men pay 10 bucks for a haircut. I got to pay 150. That's pink tax. All yeah. the, like all makeup. That's everything right. we do well, is a fucking is, pink tag. Every yeah, well, course. every single thing we do, we that is literally like let's say ra- the same thing they use razors. We pay more. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was in there too. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, you're it's right. Like, hair and haircuts, those motherfuckers. Women, I don't. I can't. I mean, I don't want to get started on it. I can't even get started on it. I can't even <laughs> well, get started that's on the it. Rant we're waiting for. I can't from even, you insurance. Well, I you know I know that I'm the fucking les dyke of the group, but I can't help it, and I don't. And the thing is, when I talk about it, it is, I know that, you know, with the joke is I hate men and all this stuff, and, and I do, but I don't, I don't, but I don't, you know what I mean? What I, yeah. what I, what I do is just the reality, the, the reality 
of the history and the facts of what we are. It is what it is. And men have never had to take responsibility for their part in this fucking bullshit. And women have to carry the the, the burden of everybody. And I've always told Brandy too, it's straight women actually that carry the burden of this entire fucking world on their shoulders. You have to fuck 100%. men. You have to have yep. babies. <laughs> you have to deal with their yep. bullshit. You have to handle their stupid fucking egos. You have to yep. deal with them vulturing onto you in bars. You have to deal with their <laughs> fucking just insufferable behavior on top of which raising them dealing with them fucking pandering to them while trying to be an independent strong person and it's a fucking living hell and oh it's a living hell regardless of whether you love them or not it is women who deal with them that have made this world evolve in any way we only have peace we only have justice we only have anything because of the women who have civilized men so which i did teach you my mouth you did yes yeah. and <laughs> and i understand that and that's been for me it's been like the just the hardest thing to deal with because i fucking can't handle that they control women in every <laughs> fucking level of society and it drives me fucking insane and oh, now yeah. here we are, and you want to talk about abortion. It's like, of course, if they had their periods and they got pregnant. But the, what it all comes down to at the end of the day, what it's always come down to is control, 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 control. And that is what is going Can on. Can I just take this moment oh! to oh shout out my friend Chris Chi, who um, had an abortion. Um, he, <laughs> um, he's a man. He was on set. Oh. and we, I was on a commercial. He um, works in production. And um, Julie actually vis- visited me on the set of the commercial on her scooter. Um, and we were like hanging out and I got my period and I was fucking horrified. And then but then I was like, I should be happy. I still get my period. I obviously look like I'm 100 <laughs> and I am. And I still get my period. And why am I embarrassed? And now I have to go troll around, like you said, Sharon, and be like fucking trolling the set for a fucking tampon. So I go up to this girl I'm like, do you have a fucking tampon? Yes, I still get my period. I'm like, bug it, Chi. I still get my tampon. I mean, I still get my period. And, and, and then Chris Chi, who's in production, is like, oh, I have a tampon. And motherfucker pulls out a tampon and then op goes, and do you want a panty liner? And I go, and yes, I do, because I have blood in my underwear, Chi. And then I had to text him. And I then the next day, remember my mouth? I texted him. I said, Chris Chi, what kind of panty liner was that? Because the shit was bomb. And he just sent me the, the, the kind of panty liner because it was so good. And so there is, and obviously works in production. That's part of his job. But like, it's like Sharon saying, I'm carrying them around. I just had to shout him out because there are, you know, men trying. Yes, and I do. <laughs> and it did make me think, and I don't want to, and of course, and we have to, obviously, now we have to say that there are men trying and all that stuff. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I fucking get it. But at the, so that does make me think that, you know, CNN does this awards show called the CNN heroes. <laughs> now, <laughs> I feel like at this point, we might need to do like some kind of women giving men awards for like <laughs> having, the having tampons, having like there's got to be an incentive for more than just not being a rapist. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. or, a murderer, or, yeah. or a murderer. Or a murderer. You <laughs> as a man shooter. You have to have more of an incentive to be a good person slash man than I'm not a rapist, I don't shoot people, and I don't murder. That's not enough. It's not enough. So, yeah, you should have tampons. And also, don't fucking complain when your wife or your girlfriend asks you to go buy some tampons. You should say, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and yes, I'd love to go buy you some fucking tampons because I shove my dick in that thing all the time and I rile around in it and I would like to get you a tampon. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah. And then there's the guys that like to have sex with you when you're on your period. Fine. Yeah, okay. What's that called? There's a name. It's called. I don't know. I call it a murder scene. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I like know. the blood, like red wave or the. It's called. Yeah, but I'm the one that called. has to fucking clean that up. Or I'm not going to get that out of my mattress pad. Yeah. That's you. Right. Again. Again. <laughs> the sentiment. Good. I'm glad a, a gentleman doesn't care about that because I can't stand what also drives me crazy is when they I hear any man complain about a woman's period, Gay. tampons anything vaginal anything feminine when i hear them complain like i'm not gonna be. i want to slit their throats <laughs> I like really oh no do. i want to cut their dicks off <laughs> this is the thing <laughs> if Poor we, gay guys if we were allowed to cut dicks off like all oh, of this would right. stop that's right we, it's a law sorry we got to cut your dick that's off. right Ooh, stupid that's shit do to the mass shooters too oh before we cut your head off in the town square we're gonna cut your fucking dick off <laughs> yes we're going to make you stand there with just balls. Yeah. Because you're nuts. And then we're going to write on your dick, here's your reparations, and we're going to shove it right in your mouth, and we're going to cut your head off. <laughs> Fucking assholes. But go ahead oh, and no, do life we... in prison. Yes. I, I mean, like this. this. I like, like where we're going with this. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a good plan. I mean, if we could get the, if we could just lobby our house in Congress, you know, everyone in Congress <laughs> to like introduce this bill, maybe it'll pass. Maybe it'll pass. Sharon, what uh. do you think? Do you think that the Roe v. Wade thing is going to help us in the midterms? Like for real, you know a yes. lot about politics. You pay attention more than us. <laughs> well, I mean, I no, I don't. But I mean, listen, Democrats are uh, polling really well, especially in red states, but. You have the QAnons, that one secretary of, secretary of state, and you have QAnons who are elected to a, a election board. So I'm terrified, and I don't mm. think it's going to matter, and I think they're going to fucking throw out the uh, votes where they can. Mm. Um, I mean, but I'm also, I, I, I don't want to say I'm a pessimist. I really honestly think I'm a realist. Mm. All I have to say is get your passports ready and find someone to marry. Get the fuck. I'm terrified. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. But I'm going to vote. I'm going to stick around for the midterms. I'm not making any promises for the presidential. I'm going to vote and then I'm going to get on a fucking flight to Honolulu. I mean, not Honolulu because that's still the United States. I got to get further away. If only Hawaii weren't. weren't. And I know. Perfect. I was praying like maybe Puerto Rico will be like, fuck you, U.S. We don't want to be a territory anymore. And then we can just go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, Puerto Rico is great, too. I mean, I, this is the first time we just got back from Europe, as you know. That was the first time where Julie was like, I'm going to be one of those people now who says I'm leaving. <laughs> Because she always used to hate that, but now she's into leaving. I'm starting to get into it. I'm yeah. starting to You're get getting on board. It. I'm getting yeah. on board with, I mean, because I always got the sentiment. I guess what really drove me crazy about it was everyone would always say, like, I'm moving to Canada. I'm like, shut the fuck up with Canada. <laughs> like, Canada's supposed to be this the big, great hub with their health insurance. and But I can't, I find the whole thing with Canada just to be... I don't know. It makes me. I feel annoyed by it. Yeah, I feel annoyed just by okay. it. Okay, Canada. Although Canada is really nice. I know. I know. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. But there is something just disingenuous about anyone who's like, "I'm going to move to Canada." It's like you don't know anything about fucking Canada. <laughs> okay. Well, I have something to tell you. I proposed to a stranger who lives in Canada, <laughs> and I literally was like, "Hey, if you don't fall in love in the next year and a half, will you marry me?" And he's like, "Do you do this to everyone?" I go, "Nope." <laughs> I don't know. The U.S. is on fire. I'm ready to get the fuck out of here when it's ready to pull the trigger. My new passport should be here any day now. <laughs> I'm I'm I just dropped off some stuff at Goodwill. I'm lightening the load. Uh, I'm only bringing the, the clothes that make me the most fuckable because I'm going to have to have sex with this guy. And he's really cute and funny, so I don't care. Yeah. Uh, 
like I'm into it. I'm like, oh, look at, ooh, you have abs. Hey, um, that's like great. Make, yeah, man, why not? I love Listen. Canada. I mean, it is beautiful. I can see why people go there one time and then they're like, they feel they're just adjacent you know to hear if you've been there then but i get it but we're talking just, about people who have never right, been no, there and of like, oh i've been it. there i think yeah. it's really not yeah i've yeah. been there and also but it I sucks mean, here listen, and fuck it it sucks here. like yeah. fuck this QAnon fucking yes. health no, well now i'm down now i'm down yeah fuck all this and i have sucked dick for less so i'm like exactly. i'll suck your dick <laughs> for freedom i will suck your dick for years Suck dick for um, freedom with Sharon I'm gonna, Houston. I've sucked dick for less. Oh my less. god! That even that, is, even that, that, even that, that Sharon. The statement "I've sucked dick for less" is not something <laughs> you should have to live with. Don't you understand? I can't tell you. No, no man has ever been like I fucking licked a pussy for less. No, because they don't fucking have to. <gasps> oh, but that could be the name of my show. Like I could yeah. document my journey, and it's called "I've sucked dick." I'm sucking dick for freedom. <laughs> Suck dick for freedom. Sharon Houston. We're gonna name the episode that. Yeah. Make it your your show, your hour special, yeah. or your your docu series where you go up to Canada. We'll go to your bridal shower. <laughs> we'll throw you one. But oh gonna, my god, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we're gonna name the episode that because it's your shit. It's uh, destiny. You could take the Toby Keith song. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Proud to be an American. It's not really a Toby Keith. Oh, no, I will not. Which I've sucked dick for freedom. Yeah. No. I've sucked dick for less. It's like Ross Dress for Less. I've sucked dick for less. Right. But now I'm, gonna, now I'm sucking dick for more, which means I'm working on my self-confidence. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. For freedom. That's right. You suck dick for more. You are worth more. <laughs> now, okay, but, but let's talk about, what do you think about the January 6th hearings? What is your thoughts oh on this? this so here, I'm going to make a suggestion. Okay. If, if, if you guys have the time. I had the time when I had COVID. I want you to go back. Now, knowing everything that you know now, I want you to go back to one and watch them again. I've watched the Stan mm. Six hearings three times, each oh one. God. You have? <laughs> yes. And let me tell you why. Because I catch things that I didn't catch before, and mm. you're seeing how they're connecting the dots. Mm. Like, you see it in real time, and you're like, oh, my God, that was... Because it's so shocking, even though we knew it was happening, but it's so shocking and gross and fucking horrific. You're just like, oh, I, I feel hurt. I'm disgusted. I got to flee. This is bullshit. I love my apartment. I don't want to go, but I got to go. <laughs> you know. And then you go back and watch it again, and you catch even more, and you realize if our courts work the way they should you realize how much deep shit everybody is in. Hmm. I mean, I was... So, okay, so, like, what do you mean? Because we've watched... We missed the last, the newest one or I mean, whatever. I feel like but, it all comes down to, to Steve Bannon, point blank saying on a stupid-ass piece-of-shit podcast, mm -hmm. all hell's going to break loose tomorrow. I mean, to me, mm -hmm. it all it's all proven beyond the shadow of a doubt there, but it just doesn't seem like it matters that it's proven. Yeah. They've proven it so 500 well. times yeah well listen we watched it happen live on tv but what i'm learning from the hearings is how many people were complicit and actively mm -hmm. pursuing this this um event as well um and i think that's why secret service deleted their text messages i mean mark meadows jim jordan i mean marjorie three toes wasn't even like like she wasn't even what do they call it like inducted or you know what do they call it when you you win and then you show up and you put your hand on the bible she hadn't even done that shit. Oh, she wasn't yet. even no. sworn in yet. Mm -hmm. Sworn in, thank you. She wasn't even sworn in, and she was at the, you know, at the White House going. Bang, 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 bang. This is what she sounds like to me. Bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, what did she just say? I have no idea what she's fucking saying. And I'm telling you, she's mean because she's ugly and has gross feet. Oh, That's why so she's gross. mean. She's it's so such simple. A monster. Wait, did we see her feet somewhere? We know oh, what her feet look like. Truly. 
Julie, I gotta look it up. See that? No, I gotta oh my god! She went to the beach. She was in Huntington uh, at Huntington Beach. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, with with uh, with Matt Gates, the pedophile, and literally, she looks like she she, like it looks like eagles, like eagle feet, like (laughs) (laughs) talons, disgusting, (laughs) like beyond talons. It's like it's like Stranger Things. Like if you look down, you'd be like, oh my god, we've got to call the hospital. You got to go to the hospital. Like that's oh my god, I see them. I see them. And it even yes. says internet freaks out. <laughs> Her fucking CrossFit feet. They're Ugh. thick. Yeah. If, if like I could, Flintstone if Eagles. I may. Flintstone Eagles. <laughs> yeah, they're Flintstone yes. Eagles. They're very thick. Yeah. Very thick. Yes. The toes are <laughs> very stub. They're like yep. stubbony, very spacey <laughs> yeah. in the midst. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, just go do some box mm, jumping wow. for fucking dear life yeah. with your dumbass kids who uh, accidentally all shoot your whole family accidentally <laughs> with all your guns around the Christmas tree. Uh, I can't stand them. I can't stand her family. I can't stand her. Uh, it, she oh, is yeah, January she, 6th. She is the fucking poster child for January 6th. Yeah. Oh, I think she's the pipe bomber. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, okay. And on the note of her and her disgusting game, talk about someone else's disgusting feet, Joe Mandouche and Jizima, Kirsten Jizima. <laughs> we know their feet look like. That's why they're so mean. <laughs> this is my new theory. I'm like, oh, you're mean. You must have really gross feet. I, you know what? I'm like this theory. I like this theory. I'm really into it. I think that we might need to put together uh, like a, a a visual board of, of the feet and see what's doing. I mean, I think yeah, that we know Jizima, Mandouche, Jim Jordan, Mark yeah. Meadows, all of them must have real. Oh, um, Trump. Don oh, oh Jr. Well, you know Nancy Pelosi's are up there looking like Cinderella in the glass slipper. Yes. You know yes. that bitch has beautiful feet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but those other guys have athlete's foot. Uh, have in- Ingr- yeah. 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 I yeah mean, they have bunions. Bunions. They have all of it. Yeah. Like, like when they get in the like they aren't allowed in certain pools because they're like no food in the pool. And they're like, oh no, those are my feet. <laughs> Like, that's how fucking gross they are. Yeah, like no hot dogs in the pool. Those <laughs> yeah. are my feet. Yeah, no Parmesan cheese in the yeah, pool. Yeah, I didn't bring Parmesan cheese. Those are my toes. Yeah, don't bring any corn in the pool. Oh, those are my feet. Well, then get the fuck out of the pool because we don't uh, do that either. Like, it's just they're disgusting, vile human beings. But I don't understand this quest for power because it's like, how are they getting rich and what 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 does it serve? I don't understand any of it. It makes me angry and I'm fucking sick of it. I'm tired of being bullied by gross women. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh I'm just fucking God. sick of it. Seriously. I had a conversation, you know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's super lib and he, you know, I was telling him I was scared shitless with the Roe v. Wade being overturned and he was like, yeah, but you still have some protections and I fucking lost my shit. And I said, no, no I don't. Dude. I go, I don't feel safe when I walk out of my car. I go, do you think when you walk to your car that you could be raped or murdered at any second? Because I do. Mm-hmm. I cannot go anywhere without being completely aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. And even then, okay. I've been attacked. Mm-hmm. So, That's so funny because I, I was just telling Julie how I felt like somehow that even that has gone backwards. Like there used to be a thing of like, we're only like, we're only rich white guys would like hit you on the head with a golf club and rape you and stuff. Cause they could get like Brett Kavanaugh can rape right. and get away with it. Cause his dad and the golf course and the banks and fucking all that shit. I feel like, like, we have gone so far backward where even like like poor white guys can think they can do it now. Where it's like, no guy, but they're gonna be protected. <laughs> Any man yeah, is. It's gotten it yeah. really does Any feel. Man. People want to underestimate uh, this rage, but it. it does feel less safe 
They do feel unhinged. They do feel like they're going to follow you with their fucking iPhone and be like, okay, Karen, and then fucking think they're going to buck fuck you, like, butt fuck you in the tree, like, deliverance. And it's like, and they're not Brett Kavanaugh, and I don't need fucking, you know, Grandpa Tom fucking raping me by the tree, <laughs> and he doesn't even have well, any listen, money. We can't even take an escalator anywhere if you're wearing a skirt without worrying if somebody's going to be shooting your fucking, uh, yeah. showing your vagina lips. Going up the goddamn escalator because sometimes they come out of the underwear. Sometimes they come out. Yeah, the <laughs> lips come out the side. They do. What, they only on one side. side, especially lately. I get one side yes. out. I don't know why. <laughs> Shame. I don't know what's going on. I stare at myself in the mirror. I'm like, why are you out? Who invited you out? So you've got to fucking like everything we do. Like I have to when I go into a hotel room, I look around. Where are there cameras in here? Oh my god, I do. I too. I'm like, and then I have to ask myself, okay. Am I fine with this being on the internet? Let me just try and get the best angles in case there's a camera on here. Right. Absolutely. Just, I'm just going to try to, I'm going to walk with my bra <clears throat> to the bathroom mm -hmm. because I'm w literally wondering if there's a fucking camera in the t cracky, lame hotel room I'm in. I always think if there's a camera in my room, they've peeked in and went, mm. And then they, they shut it up to the man. We got a man. Okay, go to go just to shut it off. Too. Shut it off. He yeah. has some yeah. big old titties, and we don't need to see him out. God damn. So I just always think that if the yeah. anyone's watching yeah. this, it's ten people, and it's well, a. Well, I want you to know, Sharon and I are doing the same thing in our mid-priced hotel room, where we're like, the fuck. God yeah, damn. Me. I know, and that's what I'm fucking saying. I can't fucking take it. It isn't fair. It's not right. And each thing that gets reduced, it's like. And I've always said this, abortion is never about abortion. Certainly, yes, if a, there's a part of it that is just about getting an abortion or not. But at the, but at the end of the day, it is about control and it's about your uh -huh. safety and your confidence and your comfort. And while each thing gets rolled back, each of those things gets rolled back too. So the reason that you feel less safe is because you are less safe and you yeah. have less rights and, you right. are, and men have more rights and feel more in control of you. And so for somebody to say you still have protections is a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care we if they're liberal. <laughs> no, no, he's not an asshole. He's he's a good guy, but he didn't realize what he was saying yeah. until I explained it to him and he went, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. good. His dick got me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. His yeah. dick. No, we didn't. We didn't even. No, I don't mean that. that I, mean, I don't know. Oh, it got oh, in the way oh. of his understanding of exiting a car and being like. That's what I mean. Oh, and yeah. that's why I think yeah. the CNN award show has to happen the, so that the they have CNN incentive. Ma white men so, heroes. <laughs> not just white yeah. men. It's all men. So I do think that they need to have some understanding of their privilege. And that is across the board of all men. All. Yes. 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 Agreed. Agreed. I'm over it. I'm, j I'm so done. I'm so sick of I'm just sick. I'm sick. Sick of it. Sick of well, them. The, the, sick of it. This sick. purge has felt good. <laughs> has it felt good to you, Memo? Getting to... I could talk about nothing else <laughs> if I only got to yell about that. It's good. And you know, it's good for me, too, because we all need to have some balance because I know that I'm most extreme. And then I need to have be rolled back a little bit to remember that, yes, you know, I have a dad. I have a brother. There's good We have men. a lot. Our 14 listeners, a lot there's of them have men. little white sons. Yes, we have, white, and there's we have of gay course, guys that listen, but these little boys, they, there are women out there trying to raise. Yes, of good course. People. Of course. It's more of a oh, thing. Oh, God. It's I wish you could see the look on my face right now. <laughs> it's so hard. I feel for him. I feel for him too. I, I, I no, I don't too. feel for them at all. I'm just like, okay, well, do the best you can, but he's probably going to turn out gross. Well, also, and they're going to be in a gas mask probably in the next 10 years. Oh. And we're yeah, all, yeah, we're all three going to be like, our pussy lips are out. <laughs> fuck yeah. We have cans of tuna and guns. We're going to fuck. We ain't got no kids. 
the only thing that's me through the night. I'm like, I ain't got no kids. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the environment. Take that shit. Well, listen, because we don't have kids, we have barely any kind of a global f- footprint. Yeah, well, that's true. I only care about the animals. I don't care just about the yeah. humans. Bye, yeah. humans. Don't just ride on the fucking hail bop. Bye. Get out of here. I don't give a fuck. But the animals, I feel bad for the animals. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. You know. Okay, so Sharon, the, the last time you were Sorry. here, they Biden, JoJo and Kiki had only been, it was their first hundred days. It's been a year and a half. Whoa. What are your, what is your report card? What are your thoughts? My report card is, uh, first of all, the media is not telling everybody all the great stuff they've been doing. Like everything good has been passed by Democrats and has been spearheaded by the Biden administration. Like there's a whole list that you can read um, on Twitter where they're like, oh, and they did this and they did this and they did this. But we're being overshadowed by all this disinformation and all this right wing bullshit. No, they don't care because they're making so much money. Yep. We can't fucking stand the fake news. We don't give a shit. MSNBC, CNN, go fuck yourself. Like they never All tell us it. the shit. They don't. No. They're they don't help the Democrats. They mm-hmm. don't. They they certainly they try to act like. I mean, you can't even watch the State of the Union without like Chuck Todd with his vagina face up in there acting like he's offended. And it's like, yep. what are you offended about? Yep. Joe Biden Why is he even on TV? Exactly. Yeah, him and Andrea, what's her exactly. face? I'm like, can you guys just fucking die already? <laughs> yeah. Like, go. You're rich. Go fucking live somewhere. That's what I do. I go live somewhere. Like, just go fucking learn how to garden. This is not your Seriously. thing. Politics is not your fucking thing. Go, oh, yeah, go no, to a I chateau know. in the south of fucking France, <laughs> yeah. make a fried egg, watch some Julia mm. Child videos, oh, yeah. and live, honey. Like, go I live. Go, go live somewhere. Give, Sharon, I mean, give, I, give I the 14 listeners it. your socials. Oh, my God. I need 14 new followers. Please. <laughs> On Twitter, I'm at Sharon underscore Houston, because there's a church called Sharon Houston Church in Houston, Texas. I hope they burn down. Oh. And then um, my Instagram is at Sharon Houston. I don't know who I am on TikTok because I never TikTok. I guess I should start. Uh, so just Instagram and Twitter. That's it. I mean, yeah. I'm a simple girl. I'm very busy trying so to get out of the you, country. Do you not do Facebook? Oh, shit. I'm on Facebook. Just look for me, Sharon Houston. I don't know. Fuck Facebook. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah. Perfect. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the fact that the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them have literally overturned Roe v. Wade and rolled back women's rights 50 years. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard, especially right fucking now when we have coronavirus and my goddamn baby Chihuahua Pee Wee is in critical condition and might not make it out of the hospital alive. But here we are. The fucking show must go on, Memo. Yeah, yeah, right? It must go on. And we always yeah. got to find a reason to keep going. <laughs> well, and you know what? Once again, you found it. <laughs> now, as I was laying on the floor a few hours ago with my head in the dog bed, wishing for a new digestive system, Brandy read me this story. And after hearing this, now, I mean, obviously there was no no other story. Now, I could go off on a joyful tangent on people surrounding Ted Cruz's shitty house 
And yes, I believe we should follow our lawmakers into the bathroom and they should never get a minute of peace if they're working to take our rights away. Fuck them. Fuck him. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. They should have no sleep, no right to privacy, and absolutely not one moment's peace until either they quit, they're fired, or they reverse their shitty fucking destructive stance and lawmaking decisions. Ted Cruz should be taken out into the town square and slapped across the fucking face. Sorry, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I'm not instigating violence. I'm just saying that in a very Three Musketeers Disney type way so that when the feds come, that's what I'll say. Interpret it how you want. I don't give a fuck. Not agreeing with someone is one thing, but someone who has actual power over you and isn't just on Twitter spewing some bullshit... They deserve to be followed and slapped. Quite honestly, if it's good enough for Chris Rock and he's perfectly fine, then it's good enough for lawmakers who are trying to oppress us. With that said, since that's not really feel good or hopeful, though it does make me feel good and hopeful <laughs> to, me think, feel great. <laughs> to think about Brett Kavanaugh and Ted Cruz being open hand slapped across the face in the town square, I'll just have to have it in my imagination. The real story here that truly is feel good is about a group of ducks in a winery in South Africa. Now there are times when I have to say I am caught off guard with the creativity and kindness of people and the wherewithal and understanding of how to harness and live symbiotically with nature and animals. There also me too, Mama, I found it. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah, well you found it exactly. I said this is what we both love, wine and ducks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There is something about working alongside animals with respect and allowing them freedom while giving them purpose and true give and take. That just makes me feel good. And there's something I love about making animals work. Because you love making animals <laughs> because work. Because if I have to work, they need to work. That's right. And this story truly personifies <laughs> that. A 300-year-old vineyard in South Africa called Vergenogenlehr. <laughs> Bergen, Bergen, Don't Lager, know how to pronounce Lager. it. Bergen, I love the Bergen, Bergen, Bergen yeah. wine. <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's just outside Cape Town. Their wine is called Running Duck Wine. We'll just call it Running Duck Wine. The Running Duck Wine Vineyard has figured out a way to utilize an army of 1,600 flightless ducks. Oof, that's a lot. To till the land and help them get rid of pests in exchange for the ducks basically dining for free and not being slaughtered. They Are all ducks? No. So ducks sometimes fly and sometimes don't. Yes. And do you, they make them not fly? Or no. Or some just they're naturally just, These are flightless ducks, ducks for some reason. Oh, okay. They let the ducks out into the vineyard for two weeks in a row, and the ducks eat all the snails and pests and bugs they can find. And this basically keeps the vineyard stay strong and pest-free. It's the perfect partnership. The vineyard breeds the ducks and is trying to sell the idea to other vineyards, and then they keep the herd alive, and other vineyards can benefit from the natural and cruelty-free upkeep of their vineyard. Quote, I call our ducks the soldiers of our vineyards, says managing director Corius Visser. They will eat aphids. They will eat snails. They will eat small worms. They keep it completely pest free. The ducks annual leave takes place during the harvest or they'd eat the grapes. During this time, they forage on open farm pasture, swim in a nearby lake and undergo selective breeding, says Visser. Duck eggs. Likely they pick the hottest ones. The hottest with the strongest. Give them the escargot. Yeah. And then they watch them And die. they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> duck eggs are consumed in the vineyard restaurant, but never the ducks themselves. 
That would be like eating a colleague, Gavin Moyes, the estate's tasting room manager, said in a 2020 interview. I will take a duck egg, though. <laughs> I would love one. An egg? I'll take it scrambled. I'll take it fried. I'll take it hard-boiled. <laughs> I would love it. I'll love it in a salad. I love it in a million ways. It, it's so good. Hey, it's not Put on a burger, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a fucking burger. Put it on a croque monsieur. Croque madame. Yep. Loves it. The world is moving away from more conventional farming to being a bit more organic, Visser explains. For the running duck winery, it's a big goal to have less influence on the earth, the soil, and the environment. Other sustainable initiatives include an extensive solar power plant and a 25-hectare wetland conservation area oh, wow. on the farm. Good, because Africa's <sighs> trying it with the animals, you know what I mean? Well, if, yes. So this is... This is genius. I mean, and not to mention, it's fucking adorable. <laughs> you can Google the shit on YouTube and watch the ducks go and try not to shed a tear and feel good. I had to tell you, I was like, Memel, stop watching a million videos of it. <laughs> like, do the story. <sighs> oh, my God. For, you I mean, stop. it's you so stop. cute. <laughs> I want to go there so badly now. So for a few minutes, I forgot about abortion, Ted Cruz, feeling like shit, worried about long haul COVID, peewee, and all the weird ailments I now have. I love this so much. I want to go to the vineyard and lay in the field and let the ducks attack me. In addition, we all I want them to eat nails off you. I want it too. <laughs> I want 1600 ducks to walk all over me. <laughs> me too. Okay. In addition, we all need to buy the wine from the vineyard immediately. It's called running. It's called runner duck. And honestly, it's the only wine I want to buy now. I love them. Let's support them. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much. And we are so grateful for all 14 of you, especially right now. We are like, oh, girl, please <laughs> yeah. consider joining our Patreon <laughs> podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour. We do try to get at least one of them out by Sunday. So you'll have all week to listen to them. But last week, like we warned you. <laughs> They were very late um, because we didn't want to torture anyone with the sound of our COVID lungs. But we did get it out and was Patreon Idol and we loved it. We had late or not, it really like fed our own souls. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of that with us, then you should join. There's yeah. no politics, no ads, no structure. There's no stress. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. We don't ever fucking try and sell you anything except like try and pretend we're funny. If nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking how annoying and problematic we are. We just posted episode two of Patreon Auto, like I said. So if you like Jenny Lark's song from last week or if you liked AKA Alter Ego's song from this week, there's more where that came from, but you got to subscribe. That's right. And if you want to hear the content we offer besides Patreon Idol, there's a link to a free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this episode. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on the bottom of every page that says click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on like Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever the fuck. 
or you can listen to them right on patreon.com where you can like and comment on the episodes and you can also message us privately and other members of our patreon family and you got to join if you want to submit yourself for future patreon idol episodes yeah and like gerald she had been listening to our this podcast. She was one of our 14 listeners for years and years and years. She'd never joined the Patreon. She joined the Patreon like last month so she could do Patreon Idol. And she was fucking awesome. Oh, my God. And she also has messaged just privately now that she can on Patreon. And has said she like loves being a part of Patreon. And mm-hmm. she put it off and put it off and put it off. This is why we bug every fucking week. And we'll never stop fucking bugging yeah. for all the Gerald's out there. And if the hard sell of our Patreon podcast isn't enough, don't forget that we have shirts available with a small donation on our website. We recently expanded the sizing to include double XL and triple XLs on all of our shirts except for one. So you just got to go to julianbrandy.com to check that shit out. It's free shipping no matter what country you live in. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Miss Sharon Houston, honey. 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 The girl is working. The bitch is sexy. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a ride Maybe Play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So 
Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>